0: How you doing, everybody? And thank you for joining us. Ken here, back on the Beast Mode Kids podcast. I almost screwed (laughs) up. I did. I really just almost like already today. I can tell my words are not going to be
1: English is not going to be the the first language. The best,
0: it it will be, but it's just going to be a broken English. That's what we're going to do at this point. You know, there's days where your just brain is trying to stay like three steps ahead, and it is, and I'm forgetting what's behind me, and so it's. It's one of those things that we'll see how this plays out. Yeah, we'll you know, figure it we, out. We have things happening here. So, all right. Well, I'm Pat. That's Laura. It's us. If this is your first time here, congratulations. And thank you. Yeah. Because so, why not? Join us. You know, this is where, you know, things are getting interesting. And I say that because, you know, we've done this. We're pushing two years now. This is episode number 93. So we're getting close to yeah. a couple more months that we're going to hit number 100, which is always like those nice marks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. Are we gonna do anything special for hundred? I don't know. Probably not. But
1: we'll figure it out. It'll, it'll be, be fun be anyway. But we it can come- be like, guess what, everybody? Guess where we're at right now. Number hundred. Boo. <laughs>
0: or be at ninety nine and like, well, the podcast's done. We guess we're not gonna do this Sorry. anymore. No more hundred. Oh, oh, boo. hoo. <laughs> boo. That be that Too would, bad for you guys. <laughs> that would be boo hoo. I would be a sad dad. You would be a, a, a sad dad. dad with all of that. But anyway, um. So we have some things that we want to chat about today Mm -hmm. because it's summer and there's different activities that people are either doing or they're waiting for, preparing for with a lot of things. And one of the things that you're looking forward to, and you need to explain a little bit more because you are not the sport athlete person at all, but yet you are signed up apparently multiple times for volleyball (laughs) this, this fall over at your middle school.
1: Yeah. Yes, I am.
0: Do you know when it starts?
1: Uh, I think it starts, sorry, my voice now sounds weird, and I right. can't get rid of that. How
0: about you turn away from there, cough, and get it out of there, so then we can continue on.
1: <coughs> okay, I think we're good now. There okay. we go. See? Sorry, bye. Sorry, All right. bye. Okay, so yes, I signed up, we, you guys signed me up for volleyball, right. because I wanted to be in volleyball, and the reasons for that is because I look over, uh, like, what kind of activities that they're showing, like, because there's obviously the sports, all of the sports
0: that you're allowed
1: to do for the first quarter of the year. Right. But then, from what I understand, the first quarter of the year, sports are pretty much the only after-school activities. So then if I were to do something at the beginning of the year, it would have to be a sport. And volleyball was just the thing that I decided would be the most fun. Because other than that, we have... Not many other options. I'm pretty sure there's wasn't um, it like track
0: or something in there too. Track is, is last spring? quarter. So that track was in, that's in the quarter. spring. Okay, yeah. Okay.
1: But then there's um, why have I suddenly forgot what it's called? But there's like something similar to track that I have completely forgot. Oh, what cross it's country. No? Yeah, that's what it is. Yes. There we go. I just couldn't come up with the words. Okay, but cross country was the other option. I'm just like, well, I could do that. But I'm already gonna do. I was already thinking about doing track in the spring, which Uh was going to be my other sport. So I wanted to stick with volleyball because volleyball seemed fun.
0: So now, did you ever have any influences that made you choose volleyball? Yeah. And who and what and what was your influence when it came down to that?
1: An anime I was watching. An anime? (laughs) Yeah. Ah.
0: (laughs) That was not the answer I expected. But so why in the anime? Did the volleyball seem attractive to you then?
1: Well, the entire anime is about volleyball. It's called Haikyuu. Okay? We're just going to get that out there. Um, but it's an anime pretty much. This team of high school boys is are playing anime, and they're like really into it and kind of obsessive about it to the point where it's funny. Because it's not like, oh... I like playing volleyball type thing. It's like, no, these guys are treating it like life or death, and it's funny, and it's just like, oh, that's that's more how volleyball works? That's kind of cool. It was that kind of thing. Interesting. Yeah, but it was kind of funny, because they're always just like, it, like the main character. Okay, so like first episode, wow, it's the first time I've played volleyball on a real volleyball court like why is it that big of a deal i'm playing volleyball oh my gosh <laughs> calm down
0: <laughs> this is where you, you and i differ when it comes down to like that funny and and this is where like i've never seen it so that's where i was just yeah. like sure i could see where there's some humor in there and, and and everything and that's and that's one of those things like i'm glad i'm glad that you you found that it's i find it fascinating that you you got inspiration from from an anime show yeah. Because that was not, again, okay, do you know who I, my answer I thought was? What? Mom.
1: Well, mom also, obviously, because mom was always talking about it. That was the other thing. Sure,
0: there we go. But the okay. thing that
1: really was like, oh, this is cooler than I thought it was.
0: <laughs> so now do you think watching these this anime, do you feel that you can do the same things that no. they do?
1: No, no. You wanna know why?
0: Because they're a cartoon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. Like you- the
1: main thing that they're known for is like that one of the guys, so there's the setter and the spiker. Right. And and then the setter does like really good sets and that but it's good enough to the point where like nobody can do it. Like none of the spikers can do it right. So the spiker closes his eyes and doesn't look at anything and just spikes it, and the guy knows where to put it. That's what I'm expected to do. I don't think that's happening.
0: <laughs> no, not at all. No, it's just not. There's no like ESP going between you and the other person. It's like, one
1: of those things where it's like, no, I. That's not realistic at all. But it's cool. <laughs> you know.
0: But this is where you know if you look at different athletes throughout the years, like yeah. the, having that m- mental image of like what you want to do mm-hmm. is a big thing because it's it's fun to think about. It's exciting to think about. Now here's the kicker. Are you, when you, if you think about yourself doing that, just for fun, right? Are you watching yourself do it, like, from the sidelines? Or are you, in the moment, like, being you, doing said, you know, it could be the set or the spike?
1: So, in other words, you mean, like, from the first-person view versus from, like, spectating it? Like, seeing me do it? Uh, Probably from the first-person view.
0: The first person view. Yeah, that's much. That's actually much better. It doesn't matter if you're thinking about music or if you're thinking about sports or whatever that is. If you can put yourself in that that place as that person in that first person position, you mm-hmm. actually it's it's said that it's that is more uh, beneficial than being from like a spectator looking at it because yeah, if you're a spectator looking at it, then you're just kind of watching it. But if you're literally that first person, you are actually in it and you are more involved and a little bit more dedicated into it. And so yeah. it's, it's one of those where if you continue doing that, fantastic. That is, that's good. But I mean, this is where like volleyball first year, it's going to be fun. You yeah. have to just have, you're going to have days where you're like, well, I just couldn't hit or set or anything at all today. You're going to come home frustrated and stuff like that. But guess what? Tomorrow's a new day.
1: Tomorrow is a new day, and it's going to be awesome, because I'm going to do great, and everybody else is going to do great, and it's going to be fun.
0: Do you know any other people that play volleyball there that you'd be playing with?
1: Uh, I'm not sure if they would be on the school team, but I do know a couple kids who play volleyball in general.
0: Sure. I gotcha.
1: Yeah, but I'm not sure if they would be at the school playing, because I know they've played in other places. I prior. see.
0: Sure. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's this is where it's just kind of like, you... yeah. Getting to know new people. There's going to be somebody that you're like... There's there's going to be plenty of people. Like, everybody that's in there, you're like, I've seen all of you before, but there's some like we've never talked just because there was no reason for us to. Exactly. Do you know how many people are in your your class?
1: What do you mean? Like...
0: At, at your middle school, in eighth grade, Who? how many people are in eighth grade, going into eighth grade? No idea. Okay.
1: No idea. I know how many people were in the school this past year. That's 550.
0: That's 550. So, I mean, about. it's literally about a third of that. So, you're looking at probably about 150 to 175 kids in there. So, I, I would say I would just guesstimate. That yeah. There. You just kind of split that up in thirds. So
1: Hundreds-some.
0: <laughs> For sure. But that's yeah. all right. Because, I mean, we got... Couple other middle schools happening there that we're all of a sudden they're going to start conjoining and everything like that later when you get to high school. So it's all yeah. good.
1: It's going to be a lot of people. It's going to be a lot of people.
0: I mean, my high school had you know ninth through twelfth grade in there, and there's over two thousand people in there. So I mean, it's like eh. it, the schools are big enough where you don't see you don't see that craziness yeah. anymore. So all right, you know what's crazy is that you have a new toy that. Is semi quiet,
1: not too quiet.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you've kind of drawn yourself into it to where you're comfortable with it, and that's it's an old toy that you've been playing with. I mean, this is like an early '80s toy. It's a classic toy. It is the Rubik's cube. Oh, the you cube. you got. How did you even get excited about that? Like wanting to play it, or was it just something that
1: it was random? I'm just like. I want to learn how to solve a Rubik's cube and then I got one and then it was just that that's just how it went there was no inspiration at all it was just I want to solve a Rubik's cube
0: you knew all of a Rubik's cube and you're just kind of like eh, I'm curious about what this thing is yeah and how cause to move it
1: because peop- we have a few at our house that are really bad cuz they're plastic blocks at this point they are not cube Rubik's cubes—they are cubes. They're—they're they're
0: the cheaper version of a Rubik's cube.
1: They're the way cheaper version. Like you cannot move the pieces without them getting stuck, and they have like really bad stickers and all the things. But it's meant to look good. Right, it look looks good. pretty.
0: It's
1: like wow, that looks good. Yeah. It's
0: a so now it's a pain. You can, you can solve a Rubik's cube. I can because there's a pattern to it. Yes. It's all pattern. That's all that it's it all is. It's all algorithm. And that's where it comes down to you using that. Now, you t- you looked at I mean, you can go to YouTube and you see many videos of how to kind of work through the system of, of everything, right?
1: Yeah.
0: How? What is the fastest time that you were able to complete it in?
1: A minute and 35 seconds.
0: Okay. Have you watched any of the videos of these kids that are just insanely fast at that No. No?
1: No, I have not. Have you
0: even Googled fastest Rubik's Cube or anything like that that just kind of- I'm pretty sure
1: the fastest is two seconds for a human.
0: Two seconds? I'm pretty sure. That's impossible.
1: Mm, Is it really?
0: Two seconds.
1: I'm pretty sure. I'm not fully sure. Don't quote me on this.
0: How many moves does it take?
1: Uh, 20.
0: Exactly 20.
1: 20 minutes. Well, I don't know how many moves it takes, but like for- um, there's this certain thing where, like, 20 different moves- I don't remember what it is, but it's, like, the moves is 20. That's just what it is if you Google it. Like, how- how many moves does it take to solve a Rubik's Cube? The answer's gonna be 20, and then some people are just like, oh, no, you can do it in two moves. No, you can't. Just- Warning, you can't.
0: <laughs> so here's the thing. I I, I, Google, I Google that right now just because I was curious on there. And you weren't far off, which oh, still really? blows my mind. 4.22 seconds. Yeah. Which is dumb.
1: Yeah, that's insane.
0: And so this is one of those things that I'll, I'll watch it later because I'm just curious. Like I got four seconds I can watch this in. <laughs> um, But it's just one of those things like, I mean, you're doing it in a minute and 30 seconds. But why? why? You mean, why are you getting better at it?
1: Because you learn to do the different parts faster and you learn shortcuts after a while. And you're just like, oh, that makes it a lot easier. You huh. know, it's that kind of thing.
0: I gotcha. It's interesting. So what are you doing then? Like. I mean, like, what what word would you use, like, when you when you put it in your hand, like, and you're working through all that, like, what do you think you're doing?
1: Well, okay. So for me, uh, there's, like, I'm just going to go completely off right here but there's like seven or so ways to solve a rubik's cube okay i learned the method called the white cross because that's the first okay it's the first step and then pretty much like there's a ton of ways to do it but for me it was just there's like the four main the there's four main moves that's like the main thing of the whole thing so if you can do that quickly you can solve it faster, and that was my strategy from the beginning, pretty much. So, <clears throat> you, like, you could try... So, I'm trying to word this right and not mess up. But, pretty much, if you learn to get those four moves really fast, then you can just get it done easily. But, like, get a faster time, I mean. Sure. But, I'm trying to describe it in the, any other just way. Take back. There's no, no, no other way. That's fine. That's fine.
0: But see, this and the you said all of those words, and I was looking for one word.
1: What's the one word?
0: Practice. Yeah. You're literally pra- every time you put it in your fingers, you're practicing. Yeah. Plain and simple. Until you go to a competition, if you were to ever do one, let's say, you would. It would. You're only practicing. Yeah. And that's where that is. And right now, I mean, this is where like you look at your guitar, all the words that you just said now place all of those words into playing a guitar. Like I have these certain moves and once I get those down and move faster, it becomes easier and then I'm able to change things a little differently through yeah. there. That's it's it's the same it's the exact same concept of all of those things. You and Bo were talking about that last night. Not not six minutes with Bo. We have a friend named Bo that, that plays guitar that helps yeah. Lord out a little bit. But this is where it's understanding like you getting through all that tough spot, slowing down. And then all of a sudden things start speeding up and you get smoother and you're able to get everything put together there. It's the yeah. exact same thing. And anytime you pick up a guitar, all you're doing is practicing yeah. until you play in front of other people for money <laughs> or, <laughs> or like, you know, a concert, you're only practicing, yeah. which is fine. That's there's very okay. Cause you just want to get better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So this is where that practice comes in with that Rubik's cube. And I, Let's see here. End of June? Under a minute. You have two weeks. I will try. I will try. No, I don't want you to... Are you going to try... I don't want you to try your best. I want you to try my best. best. There, girl. Yeah, I knew it was (laughs) going That's it. But you have that thing a lot, though, so it's okay.
1: You know, if I were to try your best, though, on this, you've said you don't care about solving a Rubik's Cube, so technically I should just put it down then.
0: That wouldn't bother me either, but... (laughs) But you also know if there's things that I enjoy and some things that I'm passionate about, you see me doing them daily. Almost daily. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And that's the difference. Like you're, you like it right now because it challenges your hands. It challenges your, just your, your mind and the way of thinking. And just cognitive, cognitive movement through all of that of knowing how that goes. And you using those fingers there is going to be actually beneficial with the guitar right away. I'm going to oh, use yeah. that back and forth because you got the dexterity now moving through all of that. And you have to be, have a lot of dexterity playing the guitar. So that back and forth actually plays really oddly well together. And so, again, you have to knock 30 seconds off of there. Otherwise, you get to sleep outside until you're done. So oh, there's, okay. your, there's your motivation through all of that.
1: I don't think that's needed to be motivation.
0: Oh, it is. It's the best motivation. Right I don't now. think
1: that should be motivation, Dad.
0: It's the best whatever. I got it. It is. I don't want that to be my motivation, <laughs> Dad. <laughs> all right. All right. So, all right, moving on. Random thing. Okay. Random thing. Now, you said that you wanted to uh, – we're going to go in there. We pretty much only have time for one more topic, which is fine. All right. Um, But what's with mom jeans?
1: Mom jeans. Mom you know, mom do jeans you,
0: under, you understand what mom jeans, jeans are, right? Yeah. Okay. So explain – in your eyes, like, explain mom jeans.
1: Really high-waisted jeans.
0: Really high-waisted, very loose.
1: Very loose, yeah. Kind they're of not like, skinny
0: jeans. No, they're not skinny jeans. They're tapered towards the ankle.
1: Mm-hmm. They go like all the way up to your Dude, waist.
0: Almost like think bottom of your ribcage. Yeah. Kind of thing right there. Yeah. Do you see a lot of people your age wearing them?
1: Uh not a lot. But you, seen, you do see. I do see. I do see.
0: And this is and maybe it's a little bit bigger in like that high school range, to early college range, because there's a few then a few times I've been out at I could have been at the grocery store, I was at Target or wherever I was or something like that. And I remember seeing these three Females and they looked either either higher up in, in high school or they're low college, whatever that is. But I saw them all in like, I thought they were in the costumes, how dr- <laughs> how they were dressed with the crazy mom jeans, um, big belt belt buckle and like like a tucked in shirt with almost like a sweater or sweater vest over it. Like what it was, it was just it, everything screamed like. Late nineteen eighties, early nineties, and I'm like, "Are you guys going to like a party or something like that?" And I didn't ask them, obviously, but at the same time, it was just almost like it was like, it's like watching a fire. Just kind of like I, I can't, I can't not look at you right now because I look at the mom jeans and I see people wearing them, and I, and I, and I have the saying where it's just kind of like someone looked in the mirror that day and looked at themselves, pointed at themselves, winked at themselves, and said, "You look good." (laughs) <laughs> and then decided to go out into the world where the rest of the world is very judgmental and is judging every moment of you and that's exactly what I was doing right there but it was just one of those things like I'm not one to poke at fashion no i mean i am right now but i i, I shouldn't because i mean i'm a jeans and t-shirt guy yeah i got cargo shorts or basketball shorts and t- like literally i'm as plain jane as it comes when it comes down to just how I dress and stuff and I have nobody to impress when it comes down to my clothing and everything like that. So when that time comes and I say when, because it is going to come where all of a sudden I'm like, well, I guess I need my $2,000 suit here if I want to go to this soiree. And so, and by then that will be pocket change, right? Just being like, I don't need that money. Sure. I'll just buy a suit. Yeah. Are we going to get there? Is that what's going to happen here someday? Maybe, maybe, maybe you have to have the dreams, right? Right. Where I can just take $2,000 Two thousand dollars and just burn it and just be like, oh, "I felt good. It's just that, that was nice and warm. It's worth every penny of that." <laughs> could you do that
1: for a suit? I mean,
0: could you spend not, like, any kind of like a dress, a suit, an outfit? Let's just say an outfit. Whatever, an outfit. whatever, whatever that you choose with on there. Like, could you? I mean, you could. Of course, you could.
1: I could. I could.
0: But like trying to wrap your brain around the fact that you would do that, like I, I truly have a hard time actually thinking about like I'd spend two thousand dollars on a suit or something on on an outfit. Yeah, I can't, I I can't fathom that. That That doesn't make any sense in my brain.
1: Maybe if it's like one of those things where the only way that I can think of that happening is like you get a jean jacket or something and then put like a ton of. Stuff on the jean jacket, like bedazzle it. Yeah, bedazzle the jean jacket. <laughs> that's the only scenario I can come up with. But that wouldn't even get up to two thousand, right? Like that's the only scenario. Like I wouldn't, you wouldn't buy it originally for two thousand. I'm saying like we got a jean jacket from Goodwill and then we bedazzle it completely. It's like that's not two thousand, but it's
0: something. No, but I think I'm not saying that you do anything with it. You just literally with let's say you you have shoes, pants, shirt. Like a jacket. You know there's four technical I mean there's a belt in there maybe all that other socks underwear all the things on there but like it, the whole assumption, you don't you're not changing a thing but you have to spend $2000 on it. No. Like that is again that doesn't make sense in my brain. Like no, I can't it I can't comprehend that. But there's Why? people there's people that pay $500 to $1000 dollars for a pair of shoes uh, that all they do is they take them out of the box put them into a clear box to display them for others to look at
1: mm-hmm. and, or wear them one time and then put them in that clear box and
0: uh again to each their own if you have that ability to do that lovely i would like to see your thousand dollar shoes i would That would be really kind of like yeah oh, that, that's those that's
1: what thousand dollar shoes looks like <laughs> oh
0: all right that's just i have my hundred dollar shoes I have my thirty dollars pair of shoes, so I mean it's you know it's all groovy. All right,
1: it's all shoes. It's all <laughs> shoes.
0: All right, there, Laura. That's our time here. Thank you, Laura. Thank you.
1: Thank you for being
0: you. Oh being yeah, on this podcast being with me. You uh, weird. Okay. <laughs> all right. See you guys. See you guys later. Bye.